on Geeks. You're listening to episode 191 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. I'm sorry that I wasn't here last week. You guys did an amazing job. Thanks to LJ for backing me up. Uh, I finally have air conditioning. We didn't have air conditioning all that Monday until the podcast was over and it was fixed for maybe 24 hours and then it broke again uh, and got it fixed couple days ago. By the end of this week, it's supposed to be high in the 70s. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little rough for a little bit, but we're good now. Uh, this week, we'll be geeking out about an FPS classic returning to VR in VR, not to VR. Spider-Man being back and the possible death of Marvel television. But very special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Bravan, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. Thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, for real. I say that every week, but it's like, it is really important what you do. Um, it, it really helps the mission. Thanks. From there, let's just get into what we've been playing. What video games you guys been playing? How about you, Shelly? Um, I... I'm trying to think. I haven't really played much video games at all this week. It's been kind of a Not busy week. Not even Smash? Uh, I played a little bit of Smash, but I always play Smash. Like, sometimes. But I haven't seriously played Smash in a long time. I just have not okay. not really feeling the competitive scene right now. But mm-hmm. um, maybe, maybe I'll get back into it once life settles down a little bit. But um, I think I mentioned last week getting the untitled goose game but i don't know if i played it since like if i played you got it, it and played it that time and yeah then... yeah so i played some more of that but i'm still not it's not even a long game but i still haven't beaten it okay but it's just fun to it's just fun to honk at people and it's is fun it like to goat simulator because cause i just assumed it was goat simulator with a goose. no it's it's not like goat simulator goat simulator just doesn't really give you any uh, goals direction. in general or direction. You have a little bit of direction in this game. You basically you get a to do okay. list and you uh, need to complete those things. I guess like you're okay. the gardener in the first area. You're like, oh, you need to like steal those keys or you need to like any um, responsible use. D- yeah, you're you just cause mayhem. <laughs> That's essentially what you do, and cool. It's pretty amusing. I think it's been funny to see all the memes that people want the goose from the game to be in smash and i fully approve of it oh my goodness i think it'd be great i think it would fit well um (laughs) it'd be so silly and probably definitely won't happen but a lot of people are obsessed with this game even though it's really it's really short and i believe it's still on sale right now if you go and check it out on switch so yeah i saw this argument because what's his name that does smash bros that made it Oh, Masahiro Sakurai? Yeah. Sakurai, yeah. He had said that if it if a character didn't originate from a video game, it wasn't going to be in Smash Bros. And so people were talking about Goku. Right, yeah. And the fact that Goku has been in more video games than Link has. Yeah. And so, or Kirby. But he didn't like originate from a video game. But he didn't originate. Yeah. 
It was kind of a funny argument. We were like, well, he's, he's as much of a video game character as many of these other ones. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I don't really think but, about that much. But yeah. yeah, I think that's Why all. Why not a goose? I think that's all I've been playing, honestly. Okay. How about you, Joe? So been playing Borderlands 3. Me and Rachel and my like buddy it? Kyle. Um, it's It's got some pretty vulgar stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it's pretty funny. It's not quite as funny as the other Borderlands games, but it's funny enough. We're having a good time with it. And the shooting's <laughs> cool. fun, and the, the gameplay mechanics are fun. So, Are you encountering any of the issues that have been complained about in the past? Uh-uh. No. Okay. I heard it was like really buggy, so that's good that it's maybe I've, gotten cleaned up. Or... I think we, we've noticed a couple of small bugs here and there, but nothing <laughs> nothing that stopped us from playing or derailed anything. Cool. Oh, there was one. Our, yeah. Uh, an NPC didn't go where we needed it to go, so we had to quit back out and fire it back up, and then they were there. So, oh wow, oh, okay. one of those types of games. It's like a, but I, I had that experience playing a Lego game. Like that just sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm playing the Beastmaster. Rachel's playing the girl that gets a mech, and my buddy Kyle's playing like stealthy kind of dude. There are there are definitely cameos. Of, of other characters from past games in there. It's pretty neat. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and then I've put about 20 hours into The Surge 2 now. Alright. I'm still really liking that game. If I'm putting if I'm putting 20 hours into anything, I, I'm having a good time, probably. Definitely. Uh, Especially with like as busy you, as you keep yourself as far as your library goes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, last week I'd beaten three or four games from my backlog. I've got zero this week because it's all gone into surge it's <laughs> fair is um, that it's like a dark soul style like game okay cool but you can target like individual body parts and stuff but i will say like with dark souls you're fighting bosses every you know 15 to 30 minutes maybe an hour mm-hmm. i'm 20 hours in and i think i fought four bosses on surge 2 so far so what? like a lot of world traversal but the storytelling is is I'm I'm really enjoying the story so far. They actually have a decent narrative with it. That's cool. I'm excited to finish that about it up. Video games. Yeah. These deep, rich stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's that's it for me this week. What about you, Cody? So I think the most interesting to talk about will be Mario Kart Tour, uh, which came out on mobile. The phone game. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing that, um, and I, I want to be like, uh, it is an okay game. It is kind of addicting. You get two laps, and so it's really easy to go from one race to the next, to the next, um, and play for an hour at a time without really thinking about it. Uh, but the complaints that everyone has had are there. I know it's been all over social media. Just like the way that pricing works for this, you could pay five dollars a month to get whatever gems and things unlock characters. And the way the game is set up, I haven't encountered it. I've only encountered it once so far. Uh, And I have a feeling that the farther I get into the game, I'm going to encounter it more. And that is that the way it's set up, you get bonuses for having certain things unlocked. And so everything that you unlock is loot style. It's random. Okay. But the more that you have, the better your points are going to be to get to move forward in the game. And so if you don't have something unlocked, like a character or a car or whatever, you're not going to do as well in the race, oh, because point-wise, because it's a score system. Oh. And so then you can't progress forward throughout the levels. What? So 
And I've here's an example. I even got first place a couple of times now, but because of not having the right car, I only got like three out of five stars because I wasn't able to double the points with the cars. That's crazy. It's complete trash. Like, that is trash. Honestly, it's... Nintendo mobile games, I just don't really understand them. No, yeah. I don't. Like, I, did, I think like Nintendo. I did play Fire Emblem Heroes for a long time, but I definitely consider <laughs> that more of an intelligent systems um, mobile game than a Nintendo. When one. they were they were able to cap, tap into the gotcha system with, totally, with that totally. Yeah, but with these other ones, dude, what? <laughs> Magikarp Jump was amazing. I'm just gonna... <laughs> okay, Magikarp Jump was pretty lit. I'll agree. That was the most Man. stupid, viral, amazing game I've ever played. I love uh, it. Lit, oh, you mean wow. flip. <laughs> so flip. Another really big issue with the Mario Kart game that I'm having, and this might not... People who are smarter than me might have a better time with this, but like playing the game, and there are you're playing against other characters that are... So there's like three Bowsers in the game, and they've all got weird usernames that are definitely like usernames. Some of them are in Japanese. And so you think that you're playing against other players because why else would there be three Bowsers in the game unless it was different in that? Why, why do they have names Yeah. if they're just computered players? Uh, and so I thought I was playing online with people and I thought it was kind of strange. I was like, well, there's no way I'm this good at Mario Kart that I'm just getting first place, second place all the time. I was like, I'm terrible at Mario Kart. And then I realized it wasn't, and sorry that it took me so long. People were like, wow, he's really dumb. I, I realized that there was no loading. The matchmaking was instant. And I was like, that's kind of weird. But the race would show you the Well, track. it was launch day of a new mobile game. You got 20 million people in that market or something? Yeah. Or you... So I was like, the matchmaking seemed a little suspicious. But it was the loading. So when you load the game, it kind of shows you the map like Mario Kart console games do. Shows you the whole track. Oh, uh, yeah. And you can press A to kind of like click out of that. Uh, well... On the phone, you can just click that, and it goes straight to the race. And I was like, oh. how is that happening if I'm playing a bunch against other people? I can't instantly, like, I'm not in control of that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these aren't these aren't real people. I'm not this good at Mario Kart Tour. <laughs> but it's hmm. deceiving. It's very unlike Nintendo to cheapen experience like this. And, like, they would at least, it seems like they would at least communicate that. Not try to trick you. Yeah. Hey, there's you a what I system. said about hating mobile games? Yeah. There's a reason. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of a bummer because I would pay decent money for like a a good game that I'm not I'm not going to pay $5 a month for anything. Uh, and yeah. with this game, I'm not going to put any money into characters cuz I just I don't want to support this game the way that I'd want to do like Arena Valor or something. Yeah. Um but I would pay good money for it because it looks great it looks like mario kart um steering's a little weird but it's a whole different thing um i would have paid like you know like 15 bucks for mario kart if it was just felt like a console mario kart on my phone that's cool yeah so kind of lame i think they're ign had said that you had to pay 20 dollars to get mario which is the namesake of the game which is the, how dumb uh... is that Anyways, I digress. Um, it is what it is. Nintendo was going to say something stupid like, our research shows that our studio audience is not involved and interested in our mobile games. Yeah. It's, it's not that people aren't interested in the mobile games. It's that you're crap at making them. 
Yeah, I can or you're pay $2 more and your... have an online subscription to yeah. your entire console. You're predatory. Yeah, I mean, like, the way they're doing it with Switch is great. Yeah. Except Why for that I whole hate... lack of voice chat thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but, yeah, the way they're doing it with phones is just... They are yeah. not doing it mobile well. Mm-mm. And they should lead the way, in my mind. Yeah. Uh, I have also been playing a little bit of, what is that game called? You were playing it, Caravan. Caravan Stories? Stories. I played a little bit of that. Uh, it's, did, did it, it got better for you, right? Like you said, you played quite a bit of it. I think I had close to 20 hours in it. Okay. Oh. But like I, I said, that, that game pretty much plays itself. Yeah. Yeah. So I played maybe four hours of it three hours of it um i didn't get very far i was just like listening to a podcast while i was doing it yeah and i do like it for that because i feel like i'm playing a game even though i'm not while i'm yeah so yeah i was doing that while i was watching twitch streams and stuff yeah so that's kind of it's okay if you really have nothing else to play and there's you know time to kill uh and you have stuff to do you can kind of do that in the background almost like watching a TV. they've clearly put a lot of money into the art design like yeah. Creating all those assets had to be expensive. What is what was your class or your, I mean your character and everything? I, so I started with with the dwarf. Class, I guess. So did I. Okay. That's crazy. You got the I little slingshot even, thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then my second because you play through as much of the story as you can, and then it forces you to play through the other races. Okay. Like it literally does a full reset, but you get to keep all the characters and stuff that you earned in your first playthrough. Um, so I, I went with the human my second playthrough. So the human's okay. like a warrior with a sword and shield. And then, cool. yeah, it's it's different. There's a rabbit class that I wanted to play, but it was like, yeah, but first you got to beat the whole story with humans and elves. Oh, okay. Well, shoot. So I'll, I mean, I already uninstalled the game. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. Why, I played with the dwarf because he was short and I'm short and I thought that was fun. I was going to be it an was, elf at first. It was neat for a little while. Yeah. So is the story different for humans? Like, are you still... Because everyone in my story so far has been a dwarf. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you start in a whole different place, a whole different plight driving you out of the... You know, okay. with the dwarves, it was, oh, shoot, something got in our water supply and we got to go fix right. it. And it leads off to this other stuff. Yeah, it's different with the other races. Cool. I was, yeah, I was wondering that if it was like a human was dropped with all these dwarves for some reason or if they had their own story. So that's cool. Yeah. And then... The last thing I actually played it today, I downloaded the demo for Legend of Heroes. It's such a long name. Trails of Cold Steel 3. Did <laughs> I say that right? I think yeah. I said that right. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Love and that. it's an RPG. So I I don't want to say anything bad about it because it's probably a really good RPG. I'm just not into RPGs. I, I That's just real like weird that you would download an RPG when you're not into RPGs. It's It was free. And you don't need PlayStation Plus even. It's just a free oh, okay. demo. And then I don't know how long it is. It's way longer of a demo than I thought it would be. And that was kind of pleasant to know. So I played what I thought would be the demo, uh, which was like some combat. You go through this little area, corridor of combat stuff. And I was like, all right, that was fun. And then I got into an, about an hour of dialogue. And that's not an exaggeration. Why uh, would they put that in a demo? I don't know. It's strange. I and I kept playing it. And I was like, I'm gonna be really upset if I play if I'm going through this hour of this dialogue and then they're like, cool, 
Demo that was the over. end of the demo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not the case. I did get through the dialogue, and there was more gameplay, which is really nice. Okay. Uh, and I know these Trails series is known for that. So, like, yeah. most people that are in RPGs probably know what Trails in the Sky is or Trails of Cold Steel is, and they, they have a ton of dialogue. Uh, yeah. And it is voice acted, so it's not, you know, terrible because you can listen to it. Uh, you're not having to sit there and read for an hour and be like, okay, is this a novel or is this... Yeah. Um, and it's it's cool. So, like, the, the combat system is the D-pad and... I'm, I'm using a PS4, so it's the D-pad and your four buttons. I think uh, that game's only releasing on PS4. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then you have different, like, each thing is, like, one's attack, one's magic. Everything oh, okay. does something different. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. The art style is really cool. It reminds me of Ruby. Okay. Like newer Ruby, not older Ruby. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. But it's got this anime 3D-ish style. It's kind of cool. It feels okay. like you're... If they were to make a Ruby game, I think a Ruby game would do really well. Like it would I mean, they've made a Ruby game. I will, I will say I mean, we've... These guys did? Did NIS do that? No, Ruby. Oh, okay. I was saying NIS should make a Ruby game. No. Oh, like yeah. No. Stuff. I thought you were just saying in general. <laughs> in general. We've played it. So, our, That's why our, I was like, why uh, would you forget that? <laughs> our review of that should be live the day embargo lifts. Cool. Until then, we'll play a little bit of the demo. Yeah. I don't I don't know how much the demo is. I'm sure that I'm playing a percent of the game. Yeah. They're known to be long. Um, cool. That's all I've been playing, which is okay. like three times more than I usually play, so... That is, yeah. I'm proud of you this week, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on in the news? So, Respawn, uh, the makers of Apex Legends, Titanfall, and the upcoming Jedi Fallen Order game, are... Oh. What? The Jedi Fallen Order game. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the, it came out this week that they are also working on a VR game. And now it's been revealed that that's a Medal of Honor game. Yep, the old Medal of Honor franchise is coming back in VR. VR. And the footage that I saw is like you're using your hands to like bring a grenade up to your mouth and pull the pin and throw it. Oh, that's actually kind of crazy. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. It's going to be World War II though. So. I don't remember the last Medal of Honor game I played. Um, so the, the Medal of Honor game that last came out was an Xbox 360 game, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was the tier one operators where the guys all had beards. Okay. It was it was an okay first person shooter. I beat I beat it, but it was nothing notable. Definitely not worthy of that name, the Medal of Honor name. Hmm. So it'd be cool to see something to see that VR game re spark the franchise in a meaningful way. Yeah. Metric respawn, we should say we record on Mondays, so we haven't yeah. played the uh yeah the new season two of uh, or season three i'm sorry apex, apex legends the new map yeah. and everything new map new character all kinds of stuff yeah Talk um week. last week sony had a state of play live stream and on that they mm-hmm. revealed quite a bit of stuff about last of us 2 we know that it's coming out in february of 2020 um okay. and it was they kind of kicked the hornet's nest a little bit by saying that there's going to be no multiplayer in this game. And I know the multiplayer is something in the original that a lot of people like. But are they working on another, like a separate multiplayer thing? I don't know for sure. I, th- I heard that they were, but who who knows? I, I was a headline reader on that. I saw it's something not been, on Facebook. I don't think it's been it. confirmed yet. But Okay. Um, 
I could be mistaken, but from what I've heard, the retail version of Last of Us 2 is going to be on two Blu-rays. Wow. What the? It's going to be a massive game. Jeez. They, yeah, so. It better have the prettiest trees in the world. I mean, the storytelling of the original game was, was pretty awesome, so. I still need to play it. Dude, you do. Because I want to play You definitely this. should. Yeah. You definitely should because you need you need you need that context. Yeah, and it's just a sure. really good game. I have been told. Yeah, it's so, coming to PS Plus next month. LJ says, "Well, there you yeah, go." Yeah, so I get, get it for PS free for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've been needing a good reason to get back on PS Plus. But I mean, it's just what like ten bucks a month. You can get that and play through it. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then finally, the biggest news of the week, in my opinion. Well, maybe not the biggest, but the most notable. This just came out today as of us recording this. Troy Baker, the renowned voice actor, mm-hmm. did not reprise his role as Reese in Borderlands 3. And he came out and said it's because Gearbox refused to work with union labor. Wow. Because he's a member of SAG-AFTRA, wow. that kind of stuff. And they, they, they got... They got some uh, people that were not in unions to record the lines. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little contrarian here and say that I like Reese's voice actor in Borderlands Three. Okay. I think the guy that they got, whoever he is, I, I've not looked it up, did a fun job. Cool. Is it close to? I have not played Tales from the Borderlands, so I don't know if, if the okay. character matches up. But that character's a fun character. He's kind of loony and, yeah, fun enough uh, for that world. So, cool. That's it for the news this week. Um, getting into the pull list, those of you that have been waiting on Destiny 2, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep comes out this week, so that's the new expansion, and they're rolling out the free-to-play model as well. Sweet. I've got it downloaded on PC, got everything set up and ready to go, so... I've not bought Shadowkeep. I'm just going to try the base gameplay out with all that year one content before I commit mm-hmm. to another expansion. Um, also coming out later this week, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. That's the one with John Bernthal as the bad guy. Is he? Oh, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was the main character. I think he's the bad guy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not it's sure cool that he's in it. I, I like Tom Clancy games. so I saw the trailer, though, and I definitely was just like, oh, this is the Punisher in a video game. <laughs> I, th- I believe he's the bad guy. I, I could be wrong on that. but Okay. Okay, okay. LJ, let us know. You customize your own character. John Bernthal is definitely the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, the Ghostbusters Remastered is coming out All this right. week. Oh, I N- forgot about that. Yeah, what? that game originally released on Xbox 360, I believe. Like oh, PS3, okay. Xbox okay. 360. And so they're remastering it, bringing it to modern consoles. Cool. Um, Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation 2. I have no idea what kind of... That sounds like it would probably be a turn-based strategy where you outfit your Gundam. your Gundams or something. Yeah. But it might play like... Uh, I don't know. might play like a regular mech shooter game. That'd be cool. I hadn't heard anything about that one before. Uh, and then Legrand Legacy comes out. That was a... I think it was a one-man one, one man team made this full-blown RPG. 
pretty neat looking. Um, so if you're into RPGs and you want to give indie devs a little bit of love, maybe look at that one. And Northgard, finally. It's been out on PC forever. Uh, coming to consoles this week as well. Is that... It sounds very Viking. I believe it is very Viking, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for gaming this week. Cool. Have you guys been seeing any movies? I actually did watch one this week. Not... I'll just... It says there's a review. Of... Okay, yeah. LJ's got a review of Northgard on the site, so go check that out. Oh, cool. Cool. What movie did you see, Joe? Saw a movie on Netflix called The Silence. Oh. Oh, right. isn't that the, um, the weird, like, not quiet place, quiet place? Yes. Yeah, okay. Because, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's like a quiet place, but it's bad. <laughs> it's not It's okay. not a good movie. Dang. Oh. Yeah. What's bad about so, it? The story. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like the movie. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. It's just not a great film. That's a bummer. Bird Box. I've not seen Bird Box, but I'm going to guess Bird Box is a better ripoff of Quiet Place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bird Box was a Netflix original, was, too, wasn't it? That was nuts. Yeah. Everyone was obsessed with Bird Box. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's the only movie I watched this week. Cool. What did you see, Shelley? I've watched a lot of movies, which is weird. Uh-oh. So <laughs> I blame Shadow Mordor. So if you don't watch me stream Tuesday nights on the mm-hmm. Twitch channel, Geeks and Grace Twitch channel, uh, I've been playing Middle Earth Shadow Mordor. And the dwarf accents, the, the dwarven accents, really made me want to watch How to Your Dragon because they yeah. have the same accents. And I was like, man, like, I just haven't seen it in a long time. Also, our black cat Felix looks a lot like Toothless. And whenever he has the energy, he's been sick this this last couple of days. Um, But when he has the energy, he really acts like Toothless, too. So me and my roommate and my fiance were watching. We we watched the first one. And then I was like, why don't we just like a couple days later, we watched the second one. And then the, on, what was it, Saturday, we watched the third one. And I've seen the first two before. I'd seen them previously, but I'd never seen the third one. So that was the first time watching that. Uh, I wish it was better. (laughs) I I was expecting it to be a little better than it actually was, but it definitely was not a bad movie. And it was definitely, it's definitely a solid trilogy, I would say. So, cool. I don't think I've seen the last one. Yeah. I liked the last, like, what was it? Maybe five to ten minutes of it. Like, the very last part of the movie. That's, like, all I wanted. Uh, LJ says it's free on Hulu. That's where we watched it. We watched it on Hulu. So, if you have Hulu, you okay. can go watch it. You can do that. Maybe I'll cool. check it out. Yeah. Um, it's it's still a very pretty movie because it's, you know, the good DreamWorks. Not the bad DreamWorks. The good DreamWorks. <laughs> Um, basically, I just watched a ton of DreamWorks movies because I also watched, um, Prince of Egypt just, again, like, I've seen it a million half times. It's just, I always need to remind myself just how beautiful and amazing that movie is, and it's just, like, the pinnacle of 2D animation. All the music's amazing. It's just, like, the perfect film. Like, how, how does this exist? And how did DreamWorks make this and not be able to create something else as 
beautiful and amazing. So because you can't see Shelly's hands as she's doing that, it's like she's talking about a good pizza. <laughs> I know my hands like, are just like moving the she's whole doing that time. Italian like hand thing. <laughs> it's so good. If you haven't seen Prince of Egypt, do yourself a favor and watch it. It's it's an older movie, but that it's it's timeless. It's a classic. Yeah. So anyway, and so that was another DreamWorks movie that I watched, and also. Because we were already on Hulu watching How to Train Your Dragon 3, we finished that. Me and my roommate found that you could just watch Shrek in Spanish. <laughs> and so <laughs> we watched like halfway through. We did not watch all of it, but like halfway through Shrek just in Spanish because we felt like it because we could. Um, Mi nombre es Shrek. It was actually... <laughs> pretty good like shrek sounded like shrek donkey did not sound like eddie murphy but donkey sounded as annoying as donkey should be um <laughs> the gingerbread man sounded like the gingerbread man like then we watched we watched all the way till the merry men i think that was the last scene we watched but yeah it was actually pretty quality and like i i haven't studied spanish since high school but there was some stuff coming back to me i'm like oh yeah i know what they're saying plus i've seen the movie original movie enough um, I, I enjoyed it actually, but I also enjoy watching Shrek unlike a lot of people. So yeah, just so much DreamWorks this week. Cool. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I was not expecting to watch all those movies, but <laughs> you know, if you're going to watch Shrek in Spanish, you know, and Prince of Egypt, they kind of balance each other out, I think. Like, <laughs> anyway. What else did you guys watch? <laughs> so, LJ, be proud of me. Watch John Wick 3. Oh, I haven't seen 3 yet. It is. It's John Wick. It's good. Have you seen 1 and 2? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I like it. It's There's not much to say, though. If you've seen 1 and 2, you kind of know what to expect. It's just more of that really beautiful cinematography and choreography. Uh, very colorful. The lighting. What they do with color lighting in that movies, those movies is really, really good. Yeah. It's fun. I liked it. Uh, definitely expect there to be more in the future. <laughs> and then, I'm so excited because it's taken so long. I got to watch Teen Titans Go versus the Teen Titans. And oh, when did that come was, out? This last week, 28th. Okay, okay. I was like, I didn't I didn't know if it came Literally out recently or if it came out a long time ago or what, but I just forgot well, about it. I saw a trailer. And I looked up the release for it, and it was, like, released in oh, okay. June, whatever. And I freaked out, because I was like, June, are we going to watch it? I'm, like, a couple months behind. And this was in August. Yeah. And so I went home, and I was, like, looking it up, trying to find it, and I couldn't figure out uh, how to how to rent it. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? So I looked it up again, and it debuted at Comic-Con, sending a Comic-Con. So people got to see it before it actually came out, and everything is saying that that's the actual release date. Um, but yeah, it is very much a Teen Titans Go movie and not a Teen Titans movie. If you're a fan of the original Titans, um, it's got cool callbacks, but it's not like for us. In fact, they even make fun of those of us who are, uh, diehard old Titans fans. Hmm. But it does some really cool stuff. It is hilarious. As annoying as I think the Teen Titans Go show is, um... It is fun. Their movies are very self-aware of who they are and what they're doing. So that's kind of cool. Like, very beginning of the movie, he's like, 
you're being annoying. And he's like, well, you better quit now because we can be annoying all day. And it was like, yes, yes, you can. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, the only thing that I was boned about was I wanted more of the original Teen Titans. And so they're kind of there, but they don't do anything to like really bring their characters out. They're just kind of there to be the bland version of Teen Titans Go!, which is kind of a bummer. They're like, oh, yeah, we actually like take that. them seriously. Whoa. Yeah. I don't like that at all. And it was kind of like you're not really celebrating, you know, what made the show cool. Yeah. Like, they kind of just made fun of them being a little bit edgier, and they're like, oh, you're always so serious. And it was like, well, there was there was good times with You're allowed Titans to be too. serious with the crap that happened in that show with all those characters. Like, right. Again, that was a kid's show, but it still comes from the these backgrounds of the comics that are dark because it's dc mm -hmm. and uh... and there was so much emotion brought from those t like the old the classic teen titans and so i'm kind of bummed that they didn't really like touch on that emotion at all there wasn't a lot of they're yeah. very soulless for it's me it's like they're making fun of having serious tv shows for kids when those are actually yeah. super important it's like it's as if you um were to make a spinoff of like Avatar or something with mm -hmm. only the really funny, like all the jokes and the make them chibi or something and basically do that and like say like, oh, no LOL, you that. guys are too serious. And yeah, it's, yeah. I'm it upset. does nothing for the canon of Teen Titans, which was kind of a bummer. I want to know Teen Titans uh, ended on a terrible cliffhanger. Yeah. And that's not really touched on at all. And I'm like, why not? Um, but I understand. That probably maybe is a story for another day. And then Trigon uh, is the main villain of this yeah. movie. And that is like a... I think that was one of the trailers. I hope that is. Um, I knew it before watching the movie. But they take serious Trigon and they do some goofy things with him. And I'm like, serious Trigon? Teen Titans Trigon is not going to take this. He is like a terrible creature, a terrible being. Yeah. Stop teasing him because he will kill everything. Yeah. The, uh, it's like, I don't like Teen Titans Go anyway, but just the mm -hmm. fact that they actually just like don't seem to respect the original Teen Titans makes it more yeah. upsetting. I wish they would have celebrated Teen Titans more. I guess that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to bring them into this really cool crossover, you should celebrate them a bit. But that, that's all the movies I saw. What is uh, happening in the news? A lot of weird things happening in the it's news. It's a lot of weird things. It's very true. So uh, first off, Kanye West is or has, is current, I don't really know. It's with <laughs> IMAX. And why, are you, a, why are you using his name? What? Kanye West? Yeah. Why <laughs> this am I, isn't music news. Well, okay, partnering with IMAX it's to create news. a movie that's complementing his ninth album. His ninth album and the movie, I think, are going to be named the same, which is Jesus is King. But what's weird is that this movie was supposed to have been out already. This movie was supposed to come out last so Friday, the, the 27th. And the al yeah, I was going to say the album didn't come out when it was supposed to, right? Or the album, sorry, not the movie. But the movie's also not out, obviously. So, um, it's... Like, there's lots of delays, and it's just, like, confusing if, like, what type of... It, it specifically uses the word, like, compliment, so it doesn't sound like it's going to be 
because when I first read this, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's kind of like a um, little bit of a documentary type thing about his career. <laughs> and they've done that. They've done that with lots of other artists. They did that with freaking Jonas Brothers. I still need to watch that. They did that I with Beyonce. I could see it being like a concert. With Coachella. Seer, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, like I, making up the album. And it might still be that, but also knowing Kanye West, it might be something really artsy. It might just be for his branding. We don't know. All we know is that he's doing it because he can. So. I don't have opinions on his faith. Um, I know a lot of people do. But I'd, I'd like with this album and stuff, people were like, oh, it's going to be garbage. He's just doing it for like whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I haven't heard the album yet. I don't I don't know what's yeah, we going don't, on yet. We can't really judge it. <laughs> Regardless of the album, I hope, I hope that he's sincere. Yeah. Totally. As far as I'm aware, he um, he's making it with church people, like people he knows from church. Okay. I don't remember. I I honestly don't remember if it said that was for the album or the movie. But either way, like there's. I'm sure it's a little bit of both. Yeah. So. It's just really interesting. So. We'll see. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just if you like curious Yeezy, how it's all play out. <laughs> you can watch a movie that he makes with IMAX. Yeah. About Jesus. Jesus Hopefully. is king. This is true. Yeah. Second, I think the album cover has his like face, and then it's like him in thorns, which is worrisome. Well, I've seen he that calls somewhere. himself Yeezy, so I'm, I'm just saying that's he puts that image up on himself a lot. That that's been a yeah. theme in the past. Um, we will see. Sort of shifting focus a little bit to streaming services. We've talked a lot about all these streaming services that are coming out. I mean, we already have Netflix and Hulu, obviously, but Disney Plus coming out soon. Also, Apple TV Plus is going to be releasing movies in theaters like a couple weeks before it comes out on on their TV Plus hmm. streaming service, which is super, I mean, it's a pretty good move for them. It's really making them sort of separating them from all these other streaming services. You would think Netflix at this point would do something similar with some of their really big yeah. movies or well, they've had some good ones shows even quality. like i'm sure if they did show like a premiere for like stranger things in the theaters everyone would go nuts oh, that'd be yeah. so fun like i would go to that honestly dress up as one of your favorite stranger things characters and go and mm-hmm. watch like the first episode or something but this gives you the perception too that their movies are theater worthy so yeah, like in my exactly. mind I'm like maybe these apple tv movies are actually good because they're in theater whether or not that's true Totally. And I guess, yeah, a lot of, like, Netflix's fame comes from the the shows, which don't, I mean, besides what I was just sharing, it's not really theater-worthy for the most part. But, yeah, like, they're really, it sounds like they're really focusing on these movies, these original movies. And we do know Apple has a ton of money. It's not like they're getting just money from the streaming service. They're getting money from a ton of other stu- stuff. And it's kind of like... It's kind of like Amazon. It's like kind of like Amazon mm-hmm. trying really hard to make these Oscar-winning movies. Um, they're just following the same footsteps, but making sure it all gets yeah. released in theaters so people can sort of preview yeah. it and be like, oh, like I want to be able to keep seeing this, so I'm going to get Apple TV and stuff like that. I don't know. See, I'm in the reverse boat. I'm like, I don't want Apple TV, so I'm glad that I can go to the theater yeah, and watch that some of these too. movies if they're interesting enough. Yeah, yeah. Like being, being able to sort of preview... The streaming service like some of the, the shining movies and things is really cool i think because again mm-hmm. it, it gives people the opportunity to taste it if they don't have the service but also people really like those movies it gives them more reason 
to get that streaming And they service. win because if I'm paying for a movie ticket, mm-hmm. I'm probably paying more than I would for their subscription service. If you were service. just yeah. like watch, wait for it to come out on there. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. It's interesting. It's a, it's a smart move. So, yep. That's all very different type of movie news than we would typically share. I feel like both of these news stories are just very different than what we would usually share, but that's fine. Yeah. We're going to go back to MCU because MCU is something we share almost weekly. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you might have already heard this at this point. It's It's been spreading it's important to us. pretty much everywhere, but Spider-Man is back in the MCU. Sony and Disney Yay. finally ended their little tug of war um, over For Spider-Man. one movie and an appearance. And yeah, so he's he's going to be in at least one more movie. That's all they can really guarantee at this point is one more movie. But I mean, at least that gives him enough time to potentially wrap things up with him or do something um, that I makes sense. imagine that's the plan. Which is crazy because yeah. they just built him up to be this like Iron Man replacement. You're the next, but we'll you're the next Iron Man. Yeah, it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they do it. But I'm just glad they have the chance to. Um, but with mm-hmm. this deal, Disney gets 25 percent of profits. Um, but they also have to pay like a quarter of the production costs. So um, okay, it's still. I mean, Disney obviously wants this most the most money they can get out of it, but. Sony's getting yeah. cut, obviously a pretty significant one because it's their franchise technically. Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, it's and, licensed out to them; they don't have to. And what's cool too is that there's lots of talks about you know with this deal potentially this Spider-Man, like this MCU Spider-Man, being able to be in some of the Sony Spider-Verse movies, not into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. That sounds that's right, that's right. different. The Venom. There's too many. The Venomverse. That's what it's called. There's too many yeah. freaking. Spider-Man universes, but um, yes, the <laughs> Venomverse. So it'd be really cool to see, you know, Tom Holland Spider-Man just hanging out with Venom and <laughs> totally different than the MCU. So yeah, what I'm imagining is we get another movie and then an appearance, and in probably the appearance we get a Spider-Man that's kind of over the team aspect. It was like I'm a lone wolf; I can do this myself, and then goes on to be in this the Venomverse, mm-hmm. um, kind of closing his his need to be with the Avengers. Like, well, where's Spider-Man at? He's doing his own thing now. He's Nightwing. He's uh, Night Monkey. Wait, was that what it was? Night Monkey. Night monkey? Yeah, I was said it? Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, I was on a totally different way. You're, yeah, Night like, Monkey. You're, we already talked about Teen Titans, my dude. You. Yeah. <laughs> Nightwing, just because he's, he goes off, he leaves Batman. He's like, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, I got it. But I guess he does create a team of his own, so who knows. Um, but yeah, this is, I mean, I think it's exciting news. I'm really glad that Spider-Man at least has another movie in the MCU. I'm sad that yeah. he doesn't, I mean, again, they're, per the last movie he was in, they really seem to be building him up to this big sort of position, but they're really going to have to change gears. At least they have the freedom mm-hmm. to do that and opportunity to maybe see him in non-MCU movies. That'd be nuts. Because no other MCU character is going to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's our movie news. Cool. We're getting TV then. You guys been watching any TV? A little bit. Baking shows. Oh, I finished Carnival Row. I should mention that. That was a couple oh, weeks cool. ago now. I've yeah. been gone forever. Oh, that's true. Um, it was it was good. I liked it. I, <laughs> yeah. My opinions haven't changed. I don't think it yeah. needed to be that dark. But it was good. I'm I'm curious to see if they do a second season, how that'll turn out. Yeah, I hope they do. I do too. They definitely, they want a second season. 
Yeah. It's obvious. Cool. Um, I have, I finished watching the first season of, or the first part of this season of Terrace House on Netflix. It's a Japanese, I I guess it's apparently like an internationally renowned reality show. Okay. Where they put three men and three women in a house to live together and kind of try to date and that sort of stuff. It's been super clean, very slow going. Um, There's 12 episodes in the first part. And they said that the whole series for this season is going to run past when the Olympics happen in 2020. Well, So I'm assuming there will be at least one or two more parts to this season. Um, Like I said, it's been totally clean, very slow going up until the next to last episode. They actually showed some really racy stuff. Um, One of the guys is an actor, Mm -hmm. and he gets... He got a role in what they call a pink film. Okay. Which is softcore pornography. Oh. They hadn't shown anything, and they show him on set during really the... Naked? Yes! Wow. I just... I mean, they don't show him... Uh, just know that there's racy stuff in there, okay? Yes, there okay. is nudity. It's not him that they show nude. But okay, it's completely unwarranted. Completely, completely unwarranted. And kind of blindsides you if it's that part of the it show. It did. I mean, like, they hadn't... Eh, uh, yeah, it's really frustrating. <coughs> you watching anything else? No. Nah, well, so, okay, so I started watching one this afternoon. Oh, well, yeah, I'm still doing Great British Baking Show. Yeah. There you go. I'm keeping up with it. I'm watching week to week. So I saw episode five of the Great British Baking Show. Anybody else out there that's watching that, let's talk. Because <laughs> it's weird to, to have this thing where I can only watch one episode a week. <laughs> I don't, What's your Twitter? I don't, at Joe Knows Games. Boom. I might have to update it to Joe Likes British Baking. Or <laughs> <laughs> Joe's acquainted with. British baking shows. <laughs> yeah, this this past week was the Roaring Twenties, so they had to make like custards and things related to the nineteen twenties. Cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it, though. Okay, how about you, Shelley? I have not watched any shows. What you've been watching a lot of movies? Yeah, so yeah, makes up for it, I think. I'm continuing to watch Titans, and oh, that show has gotten so good. Last episode was a little depressing, a little dark, uh, but I it's one of my favorite shows that I've watched in a long time. Uh, if you were into like the Daredevil and Defenders and stuff, then you should watch Titans. I know that it's so dark, it's a little cheesy in the first season, but this season is really kind of, they've like figured out their identity, I think. Uh, and it's been, it's been really good. Uh, I'm really bummed that it is episode week by week because it's definitely binge worthy, and the way they end the episodes is very binge focused, like make you come back. And then, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched. I, I need to watch all of Black Mirror. So I watched the first couple seasons, took a break, haven't really been watching it. But uh, my wife brought up the. Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus, she's not Hannah Montana anymore, uh, her episode, and it's very, very good. It actually, 
doesn't have a dismal ending, which Black Mirror is kind of known for. You kind of have this like you watch it and you go, "Well, that's depressing." Um, this has kind of like a I don't want to say a happy ending, but it's not as dark, so it's nice. <laughs> but it's uh, I don't know. It's about her kind of being Hannah Montana without with besides the namesake. And then she's got these two personas, the persona that people see and her real self. And obviously it's very tech related because that's what Black Mirror is known for. Uh, there was no nudity in this. I'm trying to think. I, I think almost at all in this episode, not in Black Mirror in general. Black oh, Mirror's okay, got a lot okay. of nudity. Um, but a lot of cursing. Tons of cursing. But okay. if you can deal with that, it's uh, it was really good. It's got a little, she's got a little doll. It's an AI it's a little creepy. Um, it's it's a good episode. I'll probably try to watch more of Black Mirror soon, but that was... I've been told that that's the best episode that they've done, and I don't know if I would say it's the best episode, but it was good. Well, from that, okay. we'll get into the TV news. Uh, we were talking about Marvel earlier. They're actually killing off Marvel TV, and that's, that's kind of Jeff Loeb's thing. So Jeff Loeb, for those who don't know, he is kind of... Kevin Feige is to Marvel Studios. Jeff Loeb is to Marvel television shows. So he was okay. overlooking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or is overlooking. He was overlooking, you know, the Defenders. Uh, the shows that are on Hulu, those are all kind of under his umbrella. And so I don't know what they'll do with him if they do this, because it is all kind of rumor at this point. Um, but from the looks of it, Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige will do all of the shows and they'll all be on Disney Plus and they'll all be very connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the shows that we've kind of enjoyed over the years will be non-existent uh, including Ghost Rider which was oh. in the works I believe it was in production Man. Um, but it is cancelled before it's even gotten an episode they are not going to do that I don't know about the other shows that are on Hulu right now uh, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is ending and it kind of looks like it's they're phasing that part of Marvel out, so everything will be under Feige or whoever takes his place. Because I did, I forgot to put this in the notes, but he is making a Star Wars movie, and I don't know how in depth that's going to be, how involved he'll be with that. Uh, if that'll take him away from Marvel or not. But kind of a bummer, especially what this probably means is that we won't get Marvel television on anything but Disney Plus. Yep. Which is kind of a bummer. And then it also, that would mean that uh, there was this kind of hope, I think even on the podcast, um, we had predicted that Daredevil and the Defenders would be coming to Hulu um, and get picked back up. And that would be completely out of the question then. So, I yeah, kind of a bummer. I can't imagine that they'll bring them to Disney Plus and make them PG-13. That would be kind of... It would be weird, and then people would go to Netflix, watch this rated R stuff to catch up, <laughs> yeah. and then go to Disney Plus for a PG-13 version. It would be a mess. Um, yeah, so probably saying goodbye to those awesome, awesome characters. Uh, going on, we have Walking Dead. They're doing a third spinoff. It is called Monument. I assume it's called Walking Dead Monument. That's a working title right now, so that could change. It takes place 10 years into the apocalypse. Um, I don't know what the main show, how far in they are now. 
uh, at least five years. But I'm not... It's got to be a little more than five years at least. Um, so this this supposed to probably be a little even deeper into the show. Um, show's Apocalypse. I don't know if it'll be good or not. I don't really care. I'm probably just going to continue watching <laughs> Walking Dead because I really enjoy that show. Um, I can't keep up with a whole universe of zombies. It's too much. I'll watch the movies. I'm excited about the movies. Mm-hmm. And then I know everyone's freaking out about this. Stranger know, Things got a little tiny teaser for season four. Yes. Uh, and I can completely explain the teaser to you without any spoilers. It's the logo, the music. You're going to be able to visualize all of this in your head. <laughs> the logo turns into turns negative and then in black with white text it says we're not in hawkins anymore and if you watch season three you, you know, what know that... where that's going yeah yeah um but yeah i don't know it's cool it's exciting i wish there was more that's all <laughs> i want to know when i need a date yeah there wasn't Please. even a release date no they, just... they were just like season four is happening and we're like we knew that it's like, that's cool but what <laughs> So, be said, I'm hoping it comes out for Christmas. I feel like we would have a date by now if it was coming by Christmas. I'm really hoping it's not Christmas of next year. I It probably will be. We or had Thanksgiving. To wait quite a bit. We had to wait quite a bit for Stranger Things 3, our third season, and that came out this last July. At the end of the, of the last season, I can't remember if it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, but they, they say I'll, see, I'll be able to visit person yeah. like one of those holidays right and I guess so i'm assuming it also depends on how much like of a time skip it's going to be because now i think about it there was a bit of time between season two and season three just for the actors like they seemed yeah. significantly older yeah. at that point so i can understand if they if they want to be a way more direct like this is happening right after season three then yeah it would make sense if they're trying to get pushed out earlier because they would have had to record earlier so yeah but we just don't know. We don't have that information. I have a feeling it'll be one of those two holidays. Either this year or next year. Hopefully it's not five years from now and they're like, now they're adults. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> and we do have a discussion question. If you want to ask us questions, you can do so by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or in our Discord in the GUGCast questions channel. Uh, get in our Discord. Our Discord's awesome. Um... I was looking at the numbers. There's about like 350 people or something like that that are in there. Um, yeah, it's not as crazy as our Facebook community, which is thousands upon thousands. Uh, so if you want to go, you know, talk to people, it's a good place to go. The discussion question comes from... I don't have the name up. LJ, cut. You don't necessarily have to say the name for this one. Yeah, it would be better if you don't, actually. Okay. Just say something like, we're going to use some discretion and leave this person's name out. You know who you are. (laughs) I'm trying to think. Okay, we're good. Um, we'll use a little discretion here because I don't know if they want their name blasted onto the internets 
or not. But they ask, how do I find love if my social skills are terrible? Joe, you've got you got notes. You're I do, but I, I want to give you all a chance to go before I okay. r- go through my notes. Do you want to go? I can go, Shelly, if you... Uh, I guess for me what I would say is if you're going to keep yourself isolated and keep dreaming about some ideal person, you're hurting yourself. You need to get out there. You need to make friends. You need to create relationships. And I understand the appeal to wanting to find a boyfriend or girlfriend um, and seeing someone who's really attractive to you and just going for it. But I would encourage you, if you think your social skills are in need of work, to just really focus on friends and relationships first, um, particularly those with like who you are attracted to. Um, like, if like looking for a significant other, I mean, like the other, the opposite sex, um, to get more experience there, because I've just seen so much harm in people not having enough interactions with those they're attracted to then just like kind of going for it in a harmful way that that hurts them that hurts the other person it's just not healthy i think it's way better to focus on relationships like friendships first um and then seeing where it goes from that because if you um i guess are so so focused on finding like the love of your life then mm-hmm. you're just going to drive yourself crazy unless you find the value in just other relationships. Honestly, I think there's so much value in friendships and community that can be lost because we all idealize having the love of your life and, well, we're scared we're going to be alone forever. Um, I don't know. guess that's what I would say. I think that there's people put like this idea of like the significant other being like the ideal thing when it's not and that's not who you are so discover yourself realize who you are make those friends those relationships and then maybe something will will happen maybe you'll figure out how to like talk to people who you're interested in but don't just jump right into it is what i would say yeah definitely um i want to sound real fortune cookie but i really love it and that is um a piece of a I got it after we were already dating, but it was, I really appreciate it. It was run towards God as hard as you can. Just do everything you can to like really focus on God. And if you see someone along the way that is focusing on God as hard as you are and as into it as you are, introduce yourself. Um, and the reason that, that I bring that into this context is because you're going to already have something in common mm, with that person then. Totally. And so it, you are already going to have this like, conversation piece because your social skills are terrible um at least now you have something to talk about and it's not something that um would be bad to talk about i mean that's something that could help you grow and help them grow and actually be you know a good thing for the two of you and create a foundation if you end up dating um totally you know you don't when you're introducing yourself don't introduce yourself with the intention of dating um just introduce yourself like hey i really you know see that you're into um, learning about Jesus too and worshiping and so I want to get to know you a little bit better um, the other thing that I would say and this is kind of more in general but I really appreciate it as well um, to kind of feed off of what Shelley was saying uh, I think it's really dangerous to look for the one and 
the reason that I say that is because as soon as something goes wrong in a relationship, it's really simple to go, oh, I guess they weren't the one. Ugh. And not yeah, try I, to I, like... I hate, I hate that language of the, the one. It is... Yeah. Uh, and not try to like fix issues. Uh, relationships are... They're difficult. And so I, I'd kind of like go with what Shelly said about making sure that you're working on your social skills um, and becoming, you know, working on your friendships first because communication is a really uh, intense part of uh, finding love and keeping it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, those are where I would go. And Joe's got lots that I think. And, and y'all I was can trying chime to reiterate in. what you were saying. So okay. y'all can chime in here at any point. Um, yeah. Number one, you talk about social skills being terrible, okay? And and I would say that that's pretty common among people that share our interests, right? We we mm-hmm. tend to focus inwardly. Um, put yourself in, be, be willing to step outside of your comfort zone. That is a hard thing to do. But it, even if it's something like, you know, there's a group gathering at church, yeah. go there and and be a little bit uncomfortable, but learn. A Join a small group. Yeah. Be uncomfortable and and stretch yourself. You're not going to grow if you're not stretching. Stretching hurts sometimes, but you don't become more limber if you don't stretch. Okay, your body you, you don't have to adapt. Think of it like an RPG if you want to. Okay? You got to you got to get the experience to level up, get your skills. Right. It it takes work. Um if 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 that particular relationship is something that you're interested in and you're not sure how to meet people around you, I think things like Christian Mingle and Match are an option. Maybe not a great one. I, I was on... I'm 34, okay? And I'm not married yet. I'm in a, a serious relationship. But it's taken this long. And I tried Christian Mingle. I tried Match. I tried all kinds of stuff. None of those ever worked. I had a few dates, but nothing stuck long term. Right. It has worked for others, though. I mean, it's going more yes. and more of a... There used to be such a stigma against dating sites, but yeah, there's been more and more success stories. That kind but of even, yeah, totally, uh, totally. Yeah. But even on sites like that, you've got to be willing to step out of your comfort zone to get to know somebody. Totally. And you kind of fall into that trap, too, that, like Shelly was talking about, um... When you're going to the sites, go to meet people, not to marry them. Like, yeah, it's going to be really, I, I can see it being really hard not to be like, you match up with me. Perfect. I am going to marry you. And it's like, well, let's get to know each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Slow yourself because... down, Buster. That's kind of what you need to keep telling yourself. That's what I say. Like a group at church or something, a friend group is a great way to, even if you're not, you may not meet. The person there, but you'll learn to interact and grow as a person. Yeah, build those skills out. Um, as far as actual dating advice goes, I'd say if you if you do go on a date, do the classic stuff. Okay, be willing to open her door, pull out her chair, pick up the tab, walk her to her door, that sort of stuff. Maybe that doesn't fly with everybody nowadays. I don't know. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I can say, I don't open the car door. Uh, I've been married for five years <laughs> in April. Um, okay. That's crazy. Um, but I do, I still open the door. 
she sometimes gets annoyed with me, but I will always open the door for her <laughs> when we're in public. Like, I will constantly, if she's by me, I will open the door and let her pass through first. Yeah. Um, get in the practice of that. Yeah. But it's just, put yourself out there and growing. Like, it's it's got to be a conscious effort mm-hmm. to get outside of your comfort zone. Is that? That's, yeah, that's it. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah, I remember I the one thing with the friendship thing I think is really good just because um with me and Tia, we're always people are like, Oh, she probably doesn't like you know your video games and your movies and stuff. And I'm like, No, actually she does. I'm like, Oh, how'd you find a woman like that? And it was like, Well, <laughs> yeah. we were friends before we started dating. You know, we were into the same stuff before uh I I it's interesting because I don't know the dating scene out of high school because we never – I didn't do that. So I don't know how all of that is and how all of that works. But um, I know in high school you were either getting into a relationship because you were friends first, which is good, or you were getting into relationships because you wanted to make out and or do other stuff depending on how strong you are in your, in your walk <laughs> with Jesus. Um, and if that is your focus – then um, that relationship is most likely going to crumble unless you are fortunate enough to restructure that foundation uh, later on, which is hard to do. Yeah. Um, And so I think it's it's really easy to want love for the wrong reasons and not to just because you know somebody that you want to know intimately. Yeah. Yeah. I I just thinking about my experience with my fiance, um, we met my freshman year of college and I was actually in a different relationship at the time and then we we were in the same class uh our first quarter there and then we joined the same Dungeons and Dragons group and so we became friends just from that group um and then like just for like the, the whole year and then that summer I became single again and I felt awesome because so- sophomore year I was just like getting really close with my friends and just like having a great time being single. I was very, very content and wanted to stay that way for a long time. And then I got a crush on him and I was really upset (laughs) because that was not what I wanted. And it it was basically the same for him too. He was very, very content being single. And then, then we just kind of came together. So that's the other thing. It's like social skills aside, you need to love yourself and you need to be okay with yourself single. Because if you're not okay with yourself single, you're not going to be okay with in another relationship. You can't depend on that. So, foundation. And, and I'll reiterate. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that completely. And I'll reiterate I'm 34. I was single for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you've got to learn that if that's your lot in life, then maybe that's how God intends for it to be. Learn to be content. With with whatever your lot in life is, another person will not complete you. Yep. They'll compliment you, but they won't complete you. Um, and so you that's like hard to get. And we keep saying this: it's hard to get through when you're on that side of things. I know it is. I spend a lot of yeah. time there. But that's that's absolutely true. You have to be, you have to be you, and you have to live you, day in day out, regardless. Yeah. And, and it's not just, cool. again, just stressing the friendship thing, like in community, the, like the great thing about like, even if you're not in a relationship, you're never alone and you need to 
know that even if you are single single does not mean alone people tend to tie those things together like oh i'm not in a relationship i'm so alone i'm so like you need to rely on your community to get through that cool good stuff hope that helps get out there tiger we believe (laughs) all right well the podcast there uh joe where can they find you at you find me on twitter at joe knows games i had a little bit of a brain fart that's fine <laughs> angela shelly uh you can oh, i didn't do that on purpose also just okay <laughs> i knew your name i just didn't know joe was done <laughs> remember when you kept saying my name wrong for like yeah for like three years Uh, anyway um you can find me streaming middle or shadow mordor on tuesday nights at twitch.tv slash kicks on grace you can also find me on twitter at the shellshock 24 just to clarify i didn't say shelly incorrectly (laughs) it was waltar and not walter yeah yeah which is what i thought her name was yeah (laughs) a-r yeah waltar you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. Bye, everyone. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. Oh!